0: hello everyone, welcome to Top of the Card, the five-person wrestling podcast talking about opinions and wrestling and all sorts of stuff that's happened in the past couple of weeks because it is bi-weekly, Top of the Card pod on Twitter and you can find it anywhere you can find your podcast, Spotify, even on YouTube, it is available pretty well everywhere. I am your co-host Scott, joining me today is CT, how are you today? I am doing good, it's been a good day, good week, excited to talk about wrestling, you know? good week it's a good week red is it a good week yeah
1: i've uh i mean i've been pretty happy not a lot of lows a lot of high not
0: a lot of lows a lot of high is that an in joke or is that just legit
2: eh, okay Fuck.
0: all right <laughs> uh bear me how are you doing i'm doing
3: all right i'm still trying to recover from this past weekend with ufc 268 but uh, <laughs> it's been a good weekend it's been a good week so far, but yeah, it went pretty hard this weekend so
0: to to sidetrack very um, briefly, that was a crazy like one of the better ones in a while, right, so oh, it really was, yeah, yeah. so you're in a bit of a hangover from that, okay, okay uh mm-hmm. and g m s g how are you doing?
4: Uh, I'm doing good now. It was a little bit of a rough start to the week, but I'm doing good, sad news in wrestling, but we'll get to that eventually,
0: yeah, we'll get there um it is uh, almost uh a a thing like quarterly where there's the releases and stuff to talk about because WWE's done their thing and ROH notwithstanding. But I think there's an overwhelming question that's long, long since not been asked. So I got to do it. Hey, CT, what's going on with New Japan?
5: Well, New Japan just had their first like big show as far as cards. Cards wise, they've had like five to six matches. This was the first one back to nine. It was power struggle. All the basically all the big titles on the line. Very good stuff kenta won the u.s belt um house of torture won the six-man belts and then everyone else uh retained but good stuff and then heading into a very big weekend the start of world tag league their tag team tournament the start of best of the super juniors their uh junior tournament and battle in the valley the next u.s big show so a lot of big stuff happening a lot going on but it was a good really good weekend zack saber jr Shingo takagi maybe you know match to the year contender
0: now I saw you post that we might have your villain origin coming out of that six man oh title God. match.
5: They well, had they had I... a reign going back to
0: 2019, right? Is that how far back their reign was?
5: Mid 2020, they <clears throat> okay. won it. Okay, so it's been over a year. Easily the best title reign in that championship's history. Like incredible matches, 30 minute bangers each time, elevated the titles, and then you have House of Torture, who are torturous. I'll give them that. Easily the worst part of New Japan, um, but they won it, which is sad because obviously I want good wrestlers to hold it. But on the positive, this does mean they're not going to be in like the world title matches, so that's good at least. Like stay there at least, and then you're not on the rest of the card. But like, yeah, I do prefer the great six man champions.
0: Yeah, because this was evil, right? The guy who, in a shocking moment, won the world title when it's like what him. Big Jinder Mahal
5: moment. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And then just basically, I mean, he's like, they're each individually fine. The issue is that a match, they just have continuing, like continuous interference and it just like ruins the match. It's quite bad. Um, So that's the issue is like, and that's kind of why it's so frustrating. Each individual part is like fine as a wrestler, maybe not amazing, but they're good. But just like have these really horribly booked matches to get cheap heat. And it just doesn't work. Um, and we're heading into a feud between them. They're part of the Bullet Club, but they're probably pre- breaking off into their own thing and feuding with the Bullet Club, so we will see. Um, but probably we'll see an evil Jay White match very soon.
0: Is is that a good thing?
5: I mean, no. <laughs>
0: I mean, it, 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 can can <laughs> no, Jay White uh, drag a good match out of that?
5: It could be a good match, just depends <laughs> how the booking is. It's a good thing, like... Yeah, it's not evil in the main event in a Tokyo Dome. Okay. But, like, I'd rather him probably just not be on the card. But, Ooh. you know, it's not,
0: not the worst thing in the world. Now, to go back to positive stuff, because we're going to have some more negative coming up in a bit. So we don't, don't want to dwell on that yet. But um, with the whole the whole thing with last week, because la- we noticed the, the insanity of the cards. Because very much when there was a UFC event, there was the uh, Canelo plant boxing match, which was a huge, huge event during all that. Uh, the New Japan show, yeah, it's Japan time, but there was also Strong al- also through that. And a bunch of indie wrestling, because there's, there's always indie stuff now. Um, that was the original weekend that Full Gear was going to happen. Makes a lot of sense they moved it, considering they they were citing the boxing match in the UFC, because Tony Khan says he's friends with Dana White. Battle in the Valleys this weekend, which is the same as Full Gear, and there's at least three or four interesting events on fight with indie wrestling and stuff. Uh, it's... there are three new japan shows that day <laughs> how's that why because there's the usual the us show plus what taped strong and then an actual yep. japan show at 1 30 in the morning they God. start best of super juniors that day so you're gonna watch all three
5: oh yeah yeah <laughs> <Of course. laughs> you think i'll be watching aew well, come on
0: i mean okada might be there yeah <sighs>
5: <laughs> I I can't it's wait. It's only a two-hour drive I saw online from I, Indianapolis to Sacramento. So. I can't
0: wait for people to go, I thought he'd be there. It's like, why? Why did you think that? He's booked over here.
5: <laughs> it's it's crazy. Actually, Helping Hangman Page, you know, who he's yeah. had no connection
0: with at all in any storyline, but, you know, maybe. Exactly. Actually, the one I was thinking to mention was MLW had a show this past weekend, their War Chamber event for tapings and stuff. And... I not not the root spoiler. but Jeff Cobb's in the country. We we knew that cuz he's coming up on these shows yeah. we're talking about. So he's making waves but here he, back in the states. And... in his lucha underground gimmick,
5: but Will Ospreay is coming to MLW. Yeah. Jeff Cobb's in a faction yeah. It's yeah. A,
0: it's a lot of things to keep track of. It, it's it's so it's some fun stuff. Um and uh there was another one I was going to mention to head. Oh yeah, XPW even came back. <laughs> you know, the promotion was up around for like 10 12 years. Frank Cage is champion. That's just happening. It's there's so much stuff going on. And then GCW, of course, does what GCW does and starts booking everything in advance. And it's fun. Um, but that kind of does dovetail into, I guess, what everybody's here to kind of expect us to talk about. Um, it's the the WWE did another round of releases. And you know, for those who know, I always mention this, we have a list of everything on here. I do have Moxley on here. I'm not really sure what to talk about with that because he's going into... A rehab for alcoholism and like good <laughs> I, I i don't know what to say about that i i like there's not much really to discuss it is a good thing um i know punk commented on it on camera and they basically said like it's is it a sign of weakness yeah but that's not that's not bad it's a sign of getting help and admitting you there's weakness or needing help is not a bad thing it's kind of that Toxic masculinity, but the opposite. It's like it's good to but you need help. So, just it's it's news, but I don't know what to say. Like, it, it it's a good thing and good on AW for supporting him and whatever. And everybody's like, what about Orange Cassidy's match with him? Wrong priorities. But I, you understand? Like, you're you're coming from the other side of what are they going to do? And we'll get there when we talk about full gear. But uh, the releases, the releases. So. What, what we've got is yet another kind of shocking Thursday afternoon, Thursday evening, where they started releasing names. And these are people that are no longer under WWE contract. And it kind of started with a bunch of NXT names where it's like, I recognize that name What I looked through the Wikipedia page one day. Like, it's just, they never made TV. You, you write about them in the signing posts. Like, this. it didn't work out. Fair enough. There There's always a few names like that in these kind of things. And then you get some names where you're like, Well, that's a weird one. I didn't expect that. You get some names where you go, that's absolutely shocking. That makes no sense. You get some other ones you go, okay, yeah, they weren't really using them anymore. You get ones who go, okay, yeah, they wanted to go. That's fair. And you you get that kind of list. And we've got it again. Our, Our probably headliner here is Keith Lee, which much like I've said with Braun Strowman and Bray Wyatt, why the hell do you not want to be in the Keith Lee business? It makes no sense. The guy is a superstar, based on that rumble appearance with Lesnar alone. I maintained that he probably could have had a WrestleMania match against Keith, uh, against Keith and Brock, and it would have been like feasible. Like I, I, I could see that this coming year. Like it does, it seems obvious. Like how 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 do you not make this work? And we'll just dive on this one. The rumor that was going around was he was a problem backstage. And I wanted to address that immediately with the possibility of what that could mean. Because all that has to say is creative had ideas for him. He was resistant saying, I don't know if that's good for me. And creative goes up to management and goes, he's being problematic. He's saying, no, he's complaining about everything when he's not. And off they go and they say you're troublesome and off you go. Or to be fair, we don't know. He is problematic. I don't know. But that's just... You gotta take that into consideration where it's like... This is the character. we'll see what we do. And you go with it. Um, beyond that, it doesn't matter. You still work with a guy like that because even if you try to tank him, he will still get accidentally over and you can't help it. He's that good. I don't, I don't understand. Like, he's the kind of talent you'd normally lock up to make sure others didn't have it. But we're in a different era now. Um... The Keith Lee thing, I think, is the one we're all kind of in shock about. It, it was fun um, to see their reactions because CT came on a little late and started seeing the names as they popped up and went, wait, what? And then Barmy came on hours later and saw it too. So, Bear Me, you were the last one to find out. What were your, your reaction to Keith Lee being released?
3: I was really shocked by that. I mean, there were a few other names but Keith Lee was probably the biggest because, like you said, how do you mess that up? I was at the uh, Survivor Series where he pretty much was the MVP of that match and almost won it for Team NXT. But Roman beat him, and then they had that big thing of respect. You're like, all right, Keith Lee is going to get shot to the moon. I'm guessing maybe injuries. When he got injured, it kind of hurt him, and then he tried getting back, and then they tried it with this new gimmick, and it just it, I, it just didn't work out. I don't know how, but yeah i'm i'm shocked and i'm kind of disappointed it didn't work out because i'm a big keith lee guy i like big athletic guys that can move and he's definitely one of the best that can do that i would say him and uh of valkyrie are probably like the two that i was really surprised by
5: yeah i mean it is shocking i remember i think it was the last one the one with bronson reed and just waiting for every name and just really feeling like it could be anyone um, I don't know how much like the politics we need to get into we've talked about that like quite a bit about like why would a business do this when they're making record profit sales. Um, the one thing I'll say is like at least people like him people like cross they will land on their feet um, which is a good thing you know because I, I like them a lot. I liked cross a lot um, I liked Keith a lot um, and I you know they did great things on the indies before I think they'll do great things on the indies again. Just please don't go to AEW because I really don't want to just like see you on dark every week.
1: Yeah, Keith Lee being let go is a shock, but not really. I mean, his injury was at the worst time. He just came up to Maine a little bit into it, and I say a little bit. I mean, I know a couple months, but he hasn't been there for a year or two yet. So that kind of slowed him down. And then when they brought him back, I don't know if this was creative or what, but. They just dropped the ball on his character completely. I mean, they had him come out as a monster. Then he came out as a bear. Then they changed everything about him. And, I mean, honestly, he was a star in XT. He came up to main. He was still a star. And it's like, why change? Like, I, I don't get changing the character just to change the character. It was working. And if it doesn't work, make it work. You guys are writing the script. And you know something's working. Now you're going to change it all up just to try it out? Do that shit in NXT. When they should come up to NXT, I change their character a little bit when they first debut. Don't sit there and debut, come around, leave, come back with a new character. Because you're never going to get anybody to stick with it.
4: The problem is, he didn't have a character when he was in NXT. He was just limitless. He was just a big guy. That's, that's not going to stick over with the crowd. It, it's going to last a little bit, but Braun even had to completely evolve his character. He had to do the train thing. He had to get these hands. Like, he had to improvise character moments into him to get over. Giant big guys? Oh, cool. He's just a big guy. Three weeks later, they're going to stop caring as much.
1: The crowd won't if he's not booked into it. If he's booked to continue being the big... I mean, we had him had a match with Roman Reigns. Keep him in the main event. They got all these other guys that are up there. He obviously can go one-on-one with these guys just because yeah i get he's a big man and doesn't have a character but that is his character he is the big man he's the new guy that could sit around
5: and push these other stars around bobby and Lashley yet, three years ago dude yeah. i mean bobby but why lashley not now why not do something with it's him a character, like put no. him in hurt put him in hurt business have it be him being the second guy to at lashley who beat him when he came back and then slowly you have tensions build and you have keith lee versus bobby lashley at wrestlemania like I, it's just they choose not to do anything with these people which is just weird. And I like I agree with GMSG to a point. You need something more than just being like a guy on the roster. Look at Cesaro. He's been that, and he's been a great wrestler, but like, he's obviously found a limit with that persona. Um, I fully agree, but I'm just like, then do something. Just saying he's a bearcat, that's all they did was add a title. Like, that's not really a lot, so. And this show is also like,
4: like, as much as people want to blame Vince and the creative and the booking people on that, the fact that they remodeled his character, gave him a name, trademarked his name and all that, that means they were investing in him. They did the draft on that, and then they had to cut him. So, and while people are like, oh, they have to make these decisions and money things, unlike AEW, WWE doesn't just make their own orders. They're, they're a public company. And if you look at the board, there's three chairs of, like, the head of it, and Vince McMahon's one of them. And then when you look at the whole board, there's 11 people, and there's only three members of the McMahon family. So if there's a vote there of you need to cut talent, they can't fight it. It's, it's a If it, it's a vote, it's eight to three or two to one. So things had to have changed because they cut a lot of people. Like, Nia Jax was a prominent superstar in the women's division, whether tag or singles. And they just cut her. Braun was the same way. He was a major talent. So things are crazy. Something with the board to the like, creative section of WWE choosing things. It's
0: it's it's crazy, too, when you consider the fact that a couple days before this, because this was the same day as their budget earnings and, and whatnot quarterly call, um, someone who was there 15 years in their creative department left. And that was viewed as shocking because they figured, oh, God, anybody could go. And I think amidst all this, because we're going to go through almost 20 names here of superstars. But there was also, uh, I think, eight or nine corporate people who were let go in office. Like a marketing person who'd been there nine years. He was the guy who won the 24-7 title, if you remember. Uh, Other staff in that regard. So a bunch of people were let go. Not just the superstars, but... These ones, I at least know they were saying that their job is going to be replaced. So that's simply just a turnover. It's like we want new people in these positions and they're moving forward and offering people on the way out. I know I had something similar at my work. I mentioned this, I think, probably both times we've gone over the releases, but there's people who are simply there at a tenured position that are more costly on the overhead. And if you say, look, we can offer you this out, we can bring someone else in to do the same job. I, I hate to compare it to a thing like fricking McDonald's, but someone gets up to make a lot more than the normal starting wage. And then they drop them, right? <laughs> and they'll bring someone else in who can do it super cheap. The other thing with budgets is the nature of it. Like I said, we'll, we'll get more into more of the names, but the whole thing with, with these budgets, we said it before about referees, how one ref might cost for, for free. So one goes and saves three jobs. The whole thing with budgets and how this works and, I guess I got to put my corporate apologist hat on again, but it's just, I'm trying to get across how this stuff works because I'm in a company that has had that happen and people are gone simply because things change. There's a position that is forecasting. And what that is, is that's looking at the budget for next year. And they're taking what all the departments are saying they're doing. They're taking all the revenue, all the income, all the expenses and saying, this is what our plan is for next year. I know with my company, what happens is, like this is a national company that has acquisitions of smaller companies and sells off parts of businesses and has operating costs and expansions. They knew how much that was going to cost and looked forward for 2022 and 23 and 24 and said, this is what we need to make this happen. So they put sales targets and discounts and things to bring in revenue to account for that. All that number crunching Doesn't factor in the fact that there's going to be redundancies and people are going to be let go. And I know a department with people I knew that just it went away because of that. That's what happens in a corporation like this. Not saying it's good again, (laughs) but when they're saying it's budget cuts and obviously you can believe whatever you want about that. But if that's what it is, it's budget cuts because people didn't put enough budget in talent if that's a failure of the budgeter to say we're not spending enough on talent that's different. So if if it's a matter of not enough budget going into the people then the people are stuck going all right, I can only afford this headcount. I have to cut people. I have to make those hard calls or emails or whatever it is. I've got to decide certain names that are staying and certain ones that aren't. And that's what happens with some of this situation. We said this over a year ago. What I said it on another podcast over a year ago. That's how long this has been happening. But when people were being cut, of course, if people want to leave, yeah, they're probably on the chopping block because why would you want someone there that doesn't want to be there? And if you've got an out, you know what? You can make both sides happy. There you go. But for a lot of it, it's not a case of, oh, we're giving up on Keith Lee because we made $258 million on our quarterly earnings and we can't afford him. No, the talent department didn't get the budget from the forecaster and the shareholders because they didn't allocate it and don't agree with it. All that, I agree, is wrong, but that's why. (laughs) So that's just like, it's how this shit works. Is that right? No, (laughs) but it is. That's what it is. So I know uh, GMSG, we talked a lot about contracts and how stuff works and actually CT, we did a lot too. But people just not understanding how contracts work. Um, before we get into the names, th- there were other ones during this, people like going, why wasn't Kevin Owens released? Or why wasn't Kyle O'Reilly released? Their contracts are up in January. Why didn't they release them? Because they, they want to keep them through January and potentially have them resign. Like, contracts aren't just, oh, it's over, we'll let you er- early. No, you renew, you negotiate, you do talks. That's That's a commonality of it. Like, am I crazy on this CT? Like that's everything you're saying seems
5: pretty logical. Like we've said for five times. Now that people still (laughs) are still really confused by also just like, I don't know. I think saying it's wrong or right. Like, yes, it it is bad to let people go of jobs. Yes. I'm not saying like that is great, but it adequately can do the wrestling show that they want to do without them. I don't know why WWE is expected to like, pay their salaries if they don't want to use them also i get maybe like maybe the morally clearer option is to let them ride out their contracts until the agreed time is up sure but like i don't know i just don't really get why everyone's like oh i you know it's if they don't want keith lee why would they pay keith lee money i don't get why people like it's so illogical that they would do this they just don't want these people obviously and like it is budget cuts budget cuts is not just saying like oh they're in the red and they need to be in the green it's just saving money somewhere it's cutting some side of the budget it's like i don't know i really we've talked about it before but like i just don't think it's that huge of like a moral mm-hmm. deal either if i'm just like being completely honest no.
0: they they made 258 million dollars yeah this is how <laughs> like it it's it's money it's not happy feelings for everyone like i i think i'll come back over to you gmsg on this part of it sorry to keep teasing but the whole thing with, like, people are in an uproar over this, and yeah, Keith Lee is like, God, how, how could you not figure this out? Like, you need to get better writers to work this out if that's what's happening, where you guys can't work out how to make Keith Lee work. And, and Red said the same thing, but the, the thing with that is people aren't upset about the dozen office staff that were released f- for similar reasons, or like we've said last time, the entirety of the ROH roster. It's pretty hypocritical,
4: right? it it really is but um another thing is like i remember in the past like what was it 2 years ago they brought back fireworks and that or was it a year ago um everyone was like happy that they brought fireworks but that's a thing they previously cut they 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 didn't do fireworks for any pyro like no entrances except for like mania so it's one of the things they took away to save money and if you look at this they still have like 80 people at least at the performance center some roster, some training, that means they still have a ridiculous number of superstars across all their brands. If you look back at the last, what, two years, that's another two or three, like, full, like, companies' worth of wrestlers. They were hoarding a lot. Mm -hmm. And I'm now realizing it even more every time. And the thing is, I noticed a lot of the, at least in the Performance Center people, they were thankful for getting the opportunity to learn. And another thing that's positive to look at this is if you looked in the last, I think it was the last show we talked about the injuries, like how badly the indie scene in the middle has like dropped off with MLW cutting half their roster, ROH right now is going to be gone for three months. At least we don't know what's going to happen when it comes back. All these superstars leaving can research some of that pack up or race like GCW up. So, it, it's an imbalance, but in a way, it's kind of helping back the indies while also costing people's jobs. Like it, It's really black and white. It's, it's not just one or the other. It's not bad. It's not good. It sucks people lost jobs, but now it gives opportunity for them and the companies around them.
0: It is... Something else that's interesting with it is they are helping the independent like you said, in a way, like more talent to work, more opportunity to work. They're looking at it from a wider perspective in some ways, but let's not beat around that. That is a bit of a happy accident. They're not releasing them to foster the independence. That's just what's going to happen. You saw, like you said, Taya, uh, even Lorcan, and I think it was Dorado or Metallic. I can't remember which, but they were saying they wanted to be released, and we're very thankful for their time there. Like, it, it's a lot of positivity. You, sir, you'll, you'll get your Carl Andersons or your FTRs where it's like, ah, oh, we hated it. Okay, fine. It's not for everyone. And that's that's a big thing I, I see come up all the time. I see people tweeting on it. I know some of the Cultaholic guys were tweeting it. Um, uh, it's It's kind of wild to see them say, why would I even bother getting invested in some of these characters if you're just going to release them? And it it amazes me sometimes to see a lot of those comments. I'm not saying cultaholic does. I'm just that's the name I said. But from a lot of people that don't actually support it, like a lot of people are just going to be upset to be upset. It's the internet. But a lot of people don't buy it. Don't like <laughs> they don't actually support. It's like it, it's a weird thing. You're not supporting in the first place. So okay, then you're. Ah, it it that's a whole different tangent for for something else, obviously. But it's just interesting to see. That mentality of why would I bother getting invested, you're just going to release them. There was a comment in our own Discord saying something to, who's even left? Well, they released 20 out of over 100. About 80. What was the other stat? Five NXT champions since 2017 are gone. Who's left? All of the other ones. <laughs> like it's, it, it looks, it, it really stands out when you can say, man... Look at how good our ratings were on Friday night. Yeah, but comparatively, it's not... Like, it, if you pick the numbers you want to pick, you can make them really, really strong in that way. Like, as far as people named and Cross, they released all of them. Can you believe it? That That's the mentality. That's, that's what I hear when people say stuff like that. It's...
5: Well, the irony is these are people not being used on the roster currently or they're people who, whenever they're used, people say that they're ruined. Everyone hated Karrion yes. Cross; He was ruined. Why even bother with him? Why, when he's on TV, you can't even watch him. He's so ruined. Why do you care that he's released? Why do you care that Keith Bearcat Lee is released when he's so ruined? Oh, my God, they killed him. Like, if it doesn't affect the product. You say to their face, it doesn't affect the product. And then as soon as they're released, oh, my God, the product is now ruined. Mm-hmm. So maybe they weren't ruined then. Like you're just contradicting yourself just to complain at everything.
0: If you want to hear an amazing longer version of what CT just said, go listen to our prior episode about Bray Wyatt's release because you nailed it during that where it's like nine times out of ten, Bray Wyatt sucks. He's ruined. He never gets to do anything good. He's shit. Why'd you release Bray Wyatt? He's amazing. But all you said was he's bad. <laughs> All people ever said was he's bad what, what it's yeah It's it really feels like a lot of this is the same thing all over again because I mentioned that uh, Oni Lorcan wanted to be released and I feel real bad, but I forget if it was Lindsay Dorado or Grand Metallique. I can't remember which but one of them was also happy for their release I think the other one did not want their release, but were okay with it because they were like I'll be fine um, but I'll, I'll just go through the names here to kind of hammer it home. Yeah, Karrion Cross and Scarlett are released, which is, I think, another one where they kind of dropped the ball because that was one of the hottest things going in NXT. Guy was ready-made for their roster with people who could pull it off. And I, this is going to sound like a ridiculous comparison, but I'm not equating it to that level, and you'll see what I'm getting at. But... When Bret Hart went to WCW, Vince said they won't know what to do with Bret Hart. Somehow, WWE didn't know what to do with a killer cross. I don't know how that's possible, but with who they have, they didn't know what to do with a killer cross on the main level. In NXT, they did. Same with Keith Lee. Same with a lot of these guys. Same with Aleister Black. Same with Andrade. But over on the main roster, they just don't have those people there. That's why I keep saying when things turn around and we get the Triple H kind of things over on the main roster hopefully running it the way he wanted to see it you'll get your Adam Cole coming back it makes sense why he, he didn't want to stick around for that potentiality but that's neither here nor there Scarlett like I said also gone didn't even make it the main roster Taya Valkyrie Frankie Monet six matches with a world title shot and gone like that blows my mind that one um, I'm just gonna keep going Ember Moon who kind of did it all she could like hers really seemed like yeah we, we tried we're done Oni Larkin, Keith Lee, Mia Yim, Harry Smith, thanks for coming, Nia Jax, let's tangent on that one when we come back to the names in more detail, Eva Marie, and Trey Baxter, or is it Blake Christian, or is it Trey Baxter, that's an in-joke from before. There's a few other names, like I said, some some NXT names we don't really recognize, Uh, that's no disrespect to them, I just don't have you guys memorized, that's simply that. Eva Marie, I know, Red, you were kind of surprised by that one because she came back basically for one story and that was it. Uh, did you want to elaborate anything on, on that specifically? Yeah, like, do you I mean, think they kind of ran out, mean, out of ideas? or
1: It just feels like a waste of
0: money. Like, what, Did you not have a plan
1: in mind? You knew she couldn't wrestle, but that was not a shock. She couldn't wrestle the first time you let her go. Like, It feels like they brought her on just to get a movie, WWE, because like, that's what she's working on right now, and that's why we really haven't seen her but it's like you bring her on you do one story where she's tag team manager type person to bring Dude Drop up which is all fine but then you just get rid of her like if you wanted her to be a manager just have her be a manager of somebody else like you could have had another female get managed by her and that could have been the new thing and they take on Dude Drop like there's so many outlets where you could have kept her not a man, or not a wrestler if that were the case and it just seems like they had no plans. Now, I mean, the other thing I don't think we've talked about is the fact that a lot of these people or not a lot, but there are rumors that a good chunk of them weren't vaccinated. And that could be another reason why they were let go. Like even Marie, they could have had plans for her, but didn't get a vaccine. So they had to let her go as well. I don't know, but just, it just seems so sudden to sign them on six months later, let them go. And in that six months, you gave them one shot.
0: I heard the number was four, but then I heard some differences here and there, and I've never seen a solid, actual list um we, we can speculate with allegedly is all we want i know cross and scarlet came up because they were kind of public with it naya jacks was very public about that and eva marie was linked to it i said myself that harry smith probably was because he still flies with his trump 2020 mask so it wouldn't surprise me but he's canadian going across the border so he probably did who i, I don't i don't know the specifics of that i know that becomes a whole workplace rights issue where people have to abide by whatever the workplace does, and you know what? If you do not agree to the drug test that WWE does, you'll fail the wellness. Could be similar situation there. Really, with this, that's what this is. It's like, well, you automatic default. You're not doing it. Cool. You have to to work here, and that's that. If that's the case, then you know, so be it. But I truly so then what know. does that change the I didn't conversation? Know that about what if? Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. I didn't know either. What yeah, if yeah. Keith
5: Lee was unvaccinated? What if Keith Lee Lee refused to get vaccinated? Are we all anti Keith Lee and like, oh, then it was a good thing he was released? Like, that's the thing. Like, we're all just judging when we don't know anything that happened behind the scenes. So it's like to make us dance on the moral, like, oh, it's a sad or good thing. Hell, for all we know, most of the people like um, released over this in the last one weren't vaccinated. That could be the key reason. Like, Mm -hmm. I just it's so dumb to say, like, oh, you know, for sure this person, unless they publicly like and I don't know if Keith Lee has said or not. But like, if you don't publicly know or for sure what they are of vaccination wise, like. If that and it changes how you view it because everyone was celebrating Nia Jax getting released, oh, mainly because <clears throat> well, because of the botching, but also because of the vaccination stuff. What if that's also Keith Lee and Maya Then are you mm-hmm. also positive for that? So yep. it's just, I don't know, people are just saying random shit.
0: It honestly it, it pisses me off for a lot of stuff like that because Keith Lee very well could have said, Look, I'm, I don't want to get the vaccine because of the medical issues, I want a second opinion. I want this. He could have legitimate reasons, which whether I agree with it or not, are legitimate to him. And I actually do agree with it. If, so he's, if he's Naya, got medical, be it's fine. Fair. Exactly with Naya. It's, it is it is absolutely true where that could be the case. And if that's what their employment is dictating, well, then you don't qualify to work here. Like, it, it's period dot. And that's that. We, we truly don't know, like you said. But it it could be any number of things. So the fact is they're not there anymore, and there you go. Uh, Naya, let's talk about that, CT. I know you and I were both incredibly angry I know people in our own Discord were celebrating Nia Jax losing her job in the same breath as being aghast at all these others losing it. Many were saying it's because of the botches, even though... Let's let's count them. If there were five in five years, is that more than others? Yeah. Is that enough to merit a release? No, because that means there were, if you have one match a week, there were 51 that weren't. Those are pretty good odds, but... And that No, it's... But beyond that, even if that was what was going on, you work with her. You work, you, you figure stuff out. You try to make it work. If that doesn't work, then you do something else. I get it. But to just celebrate her release, because she's unsafe to the female roster is absolute bullshit. Like, fuck off. <laughs> I don't like to swear on this, but I'm doing it. It's... Come on.
5: It. I mean, she's almost become this is going to be a very weird comparison that could be viewed one way. and I don't mean it that way. It's almost become a Velveteen dream situation where like, no matter what Nia yes. Jax does, and I fully understand there's differences. Like I want to be very clear about that. But like, no matter what she does, people are like, Oh no, she's shit. She hurts people. She's ruined. It's so, like, mm-hmm. what could you do with that? If everything she does, every story, it's just that like you've, it, it feels like she to the core for better or for worse. And I do think it's, you know, unfair, is ruined, but it's just like consistent bullying, co- consistent harassment this entire time, and then like the nerve to oh WWE is a horrible company I cannot believe they're doing this oh lol but good thing Nia Jax is released like even I if Otis got released and I hate Otis wouldn't be like cheering about him losing his job it was just like so dumb, but this in- like it, but this is like backing up the point about like oh if you say someone's ruined no matter what they do. You can't really do anything with Nia Jax without people just hating on her. So why would you keep her? So you know,
0: you part ways. Exactly. So that's mutually beneficial even in some ways. But yeah, I, we, we were, we were both very upset with that. That was very, yeah, add on to something real quick. They,
1: uh, Nia after being released also posted a good, I think it was either Facebook or Instagram that the reason she was off with the injury angle is she was asking for mental, uh, a mental break. Mm-hmm. And now WWE is being painted as this horrible, horrible pe- person for letting them go while they're asking for a mental break. And I, I kind of disagree with that. I, I'm sorry you had a mental break, but it wasn't personal. It's business. Like, they could still help her after they release her. I mean, that's a good thing to do, and I think they probably will. Oh, yeah. But they, just they've... letting her go. It's not like, hey, kick rocks, bitch, we're gone. Like, no, they're going to let her go from her contract. Hell, they might resign her after she gets all well. This might be something behind the scenes where they're like, look, we know you have a mental issue. We're going to give you a long break. We don't want you to rush back. We want you for the long haul, blah, blah, blah. We really don't know. But it, it just sucks that th- it is real life and people do have issues. But the fact that we sit there and judge them saying what, what shitty things we do is not the right way to go about it.
0: Yeah.
5: It's also, though, like, like the people complaining – are the people also online bullying her? And I don't know what Nia Jax's personal mental health is. So I don't know if it's because of that. But I'm sure if you go online and you just see consistent hate towards your game and, like, people making fun of her weight and stuff consistently, like, I'm sure it doesn't help the overall situation. So it's really, like, you know, the coal calling the kettle black. Like, no shit. Like, if you feel bad for her, maybe don't bully her and celebrate her losing her job?
0: Yeah, that's that's pretty scummy. Like, we're we're not far removed from Daphne, like I'm, and I mean that. So, people online are scum a lot of times. Hannah, so. we're not that from Hannah Kamara. Yep, Hannah. Considering Red to what you said, a lot of times uh, you see stories of WWE having paid for multiple stints of rehab, sometimes decades later. So yeah, they'll they'll take care of people, they, and they don't even want publicity for it. They just do it because it's the right thing. But remember, they're a scummy company. They're horrible. No one, no one should work there. It's, it's bad. The other part, though, is they've often extended contracts due to injury and time off. They could have absolutely done that with Naya if she's taking off for mental health, which, by rights, would be classified under injury, I would think, under the contract. So they could actually extend it. So yeah, it could be, like you said, it could be a matter of let's just sever this and we'll come back later. Possibly, and they'll take care of her. Oh, I don't know, but the fact that people are just assuming, oh no, they're evil, it's bad. Come on. Come on. <laughs> like, the the amount that people don't know is what blows my mind when they get into that.
4: Or the fact that uh, people were shocked that she got let go because she's part of the Samoan family. Oh, Like, like really? Marks. Like, like you know, um, they've released hell, they released a heart family member in this, and they did it before. Like, they're still friends with them and their families, but they still release people of famous families in their business all the time. Like, it's not often with the Samoan family, but I guarantee you there were mo- Oh, wait, what am I thinking? Um, Umaga and Yokozuna they let go of mm-hmm. for health reasons. So, yeah, no, those two were... Yokozuna
0: was one of their biggest stars, and they let him go because of his health. Manu as well. <sighs> we. I don't want to dwell on this too much because, we, like I said, we have gone into some details of it. The other part of it was people talking about the UK not being included. Let me go back to my budget talk. Internationally there's probably a different budget entirely for talent. Wouldn't surprise me. Truly don't know. But that's probably why they weren't included. Which, oh UK safe, they don't even notice. They don't even know they're there. They're on their network, they're getting promoted on their Twitter. They know they're there. Like to say that they don't know is kind of ridiculous. It might not be from the upper side of things to certain levels and degrees of what, just like any company, I guarantee you the president of the company I work for does not know my name or my department because he gets down the chain where people operate and you have heads of departments and blah, 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 blah. That's not a bad thing. That's just logistics. So it's very possible that this was a case of, yeah, the U.S. budget gets this internationally there's well, no problems right like it's the
5: current theory i'm seeing is that they're just going to release them all they're just going to shut it down just one day randomly wasn't you that know, like that's what i was seeing wasn't
0: that two months ago <laughs> wasn't that happening and then the, oh they did more tapings and they're doing more tapings wasn't wasn't that it mm. yeah they
5: just signed a new deal to do the live london stuff and apparently everyone involved in it is really happy but mm. i've heard from people on discord that they're probably just gonna sh- they're probably just gonna shut down the brand why not you know so there you go <laughs>
0: It's, it, it is, I keep saying it's interesting, but yeah, that, that's kind of the, the gist of this. There's so much we don't know and so much that is just kind of ridiculous and crazy to think about. Probably the funniest thing. I know it's a weird tangent, but the funniest thing of all this is within, I think, an hour. Not like it was, it was under an hour, but Trey Baxter, Blake Christian, was booked by GCW For 30 days, December 4th, where Blake returns. (laughs) He didn't waste any time. I know Ty is booked for January or February, I think it is. She's already been booked. A bunch of other people are getting some bookings already. You've got OnlyFans being opened up again. Like, they're they're doing their things immediately because they're released. Let's go. I know Cross is excited to get back to things. Uh, Keith Lee is in a positive outlook. His birthday was, I think, yesterday or today. It's like days later. They're, they've seen enough of this, and I think this is the one benefit, where you've seen enough Matt Cardonas, and you've seen enough W. Morrissey's, and you've seen enough of these guys doing these things where they can make it work and turn it around, where it's not like, oh god, the biggest company let me go. Like like I said, Ty is the one that blows my mind. Six matches, main roster ready, regularly someone we thought was a surprise Royal Rumble entrant for years. And could have easily been on the main roster. Has everything they're looking for with a bit of unique look, but is still like fits the mold of the attractive blonde. Basically, like, let's let's put that out there. No, nope. six matches NXT. No, we're we're not gonna do it. Like it, she's gutted, but she still tried it and she made it. Like it's that 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 that's where I'll, I'll tangent on this last part, and you guys can fill in from here. But the whole thing where people are now saying. Why would I even bother going to WWE? And people are saying, obviously, go to AEW. Well, there's not enough room in AEW for everybody, and there's not enough room for all this. I will maintain, they'll make room for Keith Lee. You do that. That's the guy you want. And no crosses going back to Impact. They had bad blood. But to not even try, and you, you get your guys like, we talked about Ethan Page going to AEW. We hope for him in NXT. We were sad Moose re-signed with Impact. We were signed... We, we were sad for Scorpio Sky, but he did his own thing with AEW. But I get it. If that's the solid thing, you're getting your paycheck. I respect that. You're doing what you're doing, and it's solid. It's secure. You believe it is. Whatever it is, you're good. Awesome. But there's that thing in the back of your mind where you're always going to wonder, could I have done it in WWE? And Adam Cole, he might have only had three matches on the main roster, but he did it. And you could say, whatever. oh, it's not top tier. Yeah, but it... It, it is. Let, let's not joke about that. They're the worldwide national everything global phenomenon, blah, blah, blah. When people talk wrestling, you can talk to people who don't know it. They know what WWE is. So to try to make it there is the goal. If you are thinking, why would I go there? They'll just release me in six months or they'll use me wrong. Don't go there because you've already failed and you're not going to make it because you have that mentality. Girls like Ty Valkyrie, guys like LA Knight. These people tried. They got there. Bronson Reed tried. Didn't work out. This stuff goes wrong. Moose, maybe smart decision. Maybe it wouldn't have worked out for him. We don't know. But he'll always wonder now in the back of his mind, could I have? I gotta think that. And it's it's just it's a it's a thing that, that sticks with me. That mentality of why ever try? Well, because they don't know if you ever could. It's just it. Like it's like saying you're not gonna want to go to the pros because you might get cut. Yeah, you might, but if you don't try. You're already cut. Like, you, you're not good enough if you're thinking of that. I know it's very extreme, but that's just something that sticks with me with all this talk of why bother. Because you think you're good enough. You'll buck that trend. I'll be so good, they won't release me. And if you're not thinking of that, yeah, you're probably going to get released. But uh, I, kinda, I ranted long and hard on that one. If anybody wants to follow up with any last thoughts on these releases, like, where do you think these people will go if you want to go down that road? Like, what, what are people thinking here?
1: I was going to piggyback off something you said about how, why even bother going go to WWE. There's two things. One, you go to WWE and you get cut. Guess what you get put next to your resume? Former WWE star, which carries a lot of weight and a lot of money with it. Oh, not yeah. crazy money, but on the indies, you're getting main events just because you have that resume. The other thing is, we, not, we might not be seeing the end of a lot of these people. Look at Drew McIntyre. He was here, went away, reinvented himself, Now he's a freaking main eventer, like, every week. He's not going anywhere. Jinder Mahal did the same thing. He's still Jinder Mahal, but at least he came back, and he's doing the big things that he tried to do beforehand. And just this time it's, like, middle tier. But a lot of these guys can go away, go reinvent themselves, come back, and now WWE's like, all right, I like what you did. Plus, now you have more name recognition outside of company coming in to start it off.
4: I do want to jump in and just say uh, gender was super low, and he was a WWE champion in the second run, so he definitely shot a lot higher. He's back low, but he was nothing when he first started with them. As much as I hate them, even the elite. They didn't try to make it to, to WWE. They made their own, well, what they're trying to do, at least right now. So, yeah, there's a lot of options to grow, and if you don't, like, many of the PC talent that only stayed in NXT and PC have said that they've learned so much. Cole and uh, 2.0, the former was, oh, God, I can't remember the show name. Wow. It I was, feel terrible. It wasn't ever. that long for oh Ever Rise. Ever Rise. I knew it was Ever. I can remember the <laughs> second part. God, I was a fanboy of them too. Jesus. But they even said what they learned going to the classes, doing stuff in the Performance Center is priceless. Cole even said as much as he did in ROH, he wanted the most by being in NXT. So, yeah, they're going to get better. And who who knows? Taya for sure could come back. Her husband's still there. He's going to be there for a bit at least. It's John Morrison. He's one of their most reliable talent.
0: Oh, remember... This was even before um, Keith Lee and Mia Yim were released. Mia Yim's is another one who never got a fair shake. I'll, I'll mention that. I feel kind of bad not mentioning more of her, but yeah, she got kind of shafted on all this. But um, when they released *Carrying Cross* and *Scarlet*, then they released *Tie*. It's like, oh no, they're gonna release Morrison. They're releasing couples. This is actual conversation in our in our Discord. I'm like, why? Well, because they're releasing couples. No, they're not. They released one. This is again before Keith and Mia. It's like, well, it doesn't look good for Morrison. Why? Like, that, there's no b- metric for that. It doesn't make any sense. They might release him because if they're going to release Braun Strowman and Bray Wyatt and Karrion Cross in the same year, yeah, they could release John Morrison because just budget. But not because it's Ty's husband. And then they released Cross and... or uh, Keith and me, And I was like, oh, God. <laughs> Again, not because they're a couple. Like, they actively can't release them because they're a couple. That's illegal. <laughs> so it just happens to be... Yeah, I
3: I like to say something to piggyback off of what you said about why ever go to WWE. Well, most of the wrestlers have this thing where they want to be the best, right? So, like, look at AJ Styles. He didn't need to come to WWE for everybody to know that he was the best wrestler in the world. But he came to WWE and he was a main event guy and proved, yeah, I can do this tier too. I'm the best in the world. You know what I mean? Like, if you if you're at the top of many different companies that just cement your legacy even more as being great so if I was a wrestler in another company and I was doing really good at the top I'd be like wonder if I can cut it there if I can make it if I could really be the best I gotta go to the best so I don't know
0: I know we talked about that a little bit comparing it with Fedor Fedor Amelianco yeah many cite him as the best heavyweight ever in mixed martial arts and you can make a fair argument for that never fought in the UFC uh, was he really that good, though? That'll always be a thing, right? Now, he did get an offer and mm-hmm. turned it down. D- he wanted to co-promote with his M1 company. It's whatever. S- to that end, the Elite, they got offers. They were offered contracts. Hangman was going to get main roster money, being the face of NXT. And the Bucks and Omega were offered main roster contracts. They made it. They, they got there, like essentially. But could they have cut it there? And could they have hang there? I don't know. But they were at least offered. So they knew, hey, we did everything right. We got offered. Let's go make our own thing. Fair enough. I get that. That's, if that's the gamble you want to make betting on yourself. Look at Miro. Look at Brody Lee. Look at Drew McIntyre. Like, exactly. It, it does work out. But his goal was to come back. We'll see what happens with some of the other guys. Like, I, <sighs> I know Taya feels like she's got unfinished, unfinished business. Harry Smith, I don't know what he's, he's thinking. And it's, yeah. I don't know. Keith Lee's gonna prove He's everyone wrong. Up for
3: 2024.
0: Yeah, oh, well, yeah, but I feel Keith Lee's gonna want to <laughs> prove everybody wrong, right? Like that's got to be that mentality for that man and Cross and Scarlet as well. Like that, how like, how do you screw that up? You you kind of nailed it, Bear me when you said that Adam Cole kind of ruined carrying Cross with his one promo. God damn, he kind of did, didn't he?
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was all the lights and the smoke and you know, do to make Adam Cole feel special. They ring the damn bell, like, oh. <laughs> I still love that promo
5: <laughs> so good not quite as good as what he's doing and dynamo or sorry AEW revel or dark what their shows are called but you know he's doing good playing kissy face with the young bucks
0: yeah yeah the last thing don't this- worry they overuse him he's oh. on every show oh yeah yeah but the-, the whole back punk though it's all good it's all good um the last thing on this i, I remember seeing a tweet it was actually in-, in response to a friend of the show mad zion Someone was like... I think Matt said Vince is out of his mind. Because Matt's very uh, opinionated. And I'm you know, all for it. But he's like, Vince is out of his mind for releasing some of these people. And someone responded... Is he a genius, though, for releasing people so it bloats AEW? And that's, that's the extremes we have. That the government is controlling everything, but they're too dumb to do it. It's conspiracy theory. It's all it is. It's... Yeah, there's just so much craziness... With all of that, like who knows with, with some of this stuff, it's, it's insane. We've spent a lot of time on this. Uh, Red, I know you found a rumor about this 60 day contract thing. Do you want to elaborate on that just to kind of close this part out? So
1: yeah, uh, rumors from backstage or reporters or wherever popped up saying that starting in January, uh, to avoid this issue of signing people on and keeping them on for a long time. They're going to run up with 60-day contracts to basically give them a trial period to see how they do, see if they can improve in that 60 days from where they get them to being a good star. Because WWE right now is trying to avoid, I would assume, what AEW is doing and just signing every damn person they can. And they actually want to invest in these people, so they'll sign people – Get them all in, but then not give them crazy amounts of money just to sit backstage. Go sign them 60 days, come out, see what you got, and then make a decision from there. Either re-sign or, sorry, you had your trial period.
0: Now, I learned of this today, so I did nothing about this, but, I mean, from a business perspective, like CT was saying earlier, simply business? Yeah, it makes sense. It's it's apparently for anybody, like, not the main top tier, top, (laughs) top of the card. Talent, it wouldn't be for them, but as far as for some of these people, like they released, I think a half dozen people we weren't familiar with, makes sense. Bring them in, see what you got. This is like, you had your tryout, cool. We'll bring you in for two months, see what see what we can do. If people were afraid of committing to characters before, now there's a time limit on it, so they're not even gonna bother because you're just gonna release them. If that's the mentality, why are you even watching the show at that point? Like, (laughs) do you enjoy wrestling? When you think this way, I, I don't. I don't get it. I, it's it's weird.
3: Is sixty days enough time to like really get a feel for somebody if they're going to be good with their character? Like that's not a lot of show time. I mean, maybe behind the scenes you get a better look at them, but I don't know. Is that really enough
5: time? Sixty days. It doesn't seem like enough time.
0: When do- I feel
5: like it might be more of a like, are they someone who the company can work with rather than like, do they find the um. Uh, like character because even past the Keith Lee reports there's been reports of quite a few people being quite difficult backstage so I could see it just being like do you work in the system behind the scenes just in general Mm -hmm. over being like is it a character thing I mean I get Mm -hmm. fully speculation I'm not I don't work for them and I don't really know what their plans are but that's what I would assume
0: that makes sense a former job I had where interview applicants were looked at and considered and then brought in to the rest of the team to see how will you work with this person because if you don't mesh it doesn't matter how qualified you are. I could see that. That could be a thing where they want to get the right personalities. I still maintain that it's probably the creative that needs to be overhauled but that's a different story. Yeah, it, it sounds like a probation period type of thing but we'll see what happens. It. I mean, if they are doing budget cuts it's going to be small contracts to see what things work out. I don't know it'll be interesting there's weird decisions happening um, let's let's dive right into this last second last piece here uh survivor series randomly got the men's and women's teams announced on Saturday afternoon on Twitter just because you know it was Saturday
4: um so the so the funny thing about that was I was playing it takes two with beer me and I'm just like going through Twitter while we're waiting for a second I'm like wait wait what? And I had to send it to you guys and I'm like, whoa, 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 they're releasing this in 20 minutes. What the
0: hell is going on? Yeah, it was announced that day. Like, Coming up, we're going to put them on Twitter. Like, what? Copying us with our FPL, uh, Frontline League, on Twitter, with our Discord. It, it was just weird to see that. Like, I don't recall the last time they've really done that level of something uh, out of nowhere to list the whole teams. Of course, and Rightfully so. Everyone was going, well, w- what happened to qualifying matches? What, no, Bill, this is going to suck. And then come Raw, they had a match all on the line where a spot and stuff. Th- so th- they're still going to tell stories on it, but yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. I, I kind of like that It's got it out of the way. It's like, okay, we're moving forward. Neat because we, we all know what's happening. So let's not dwell on it, but it did kind of, kind of felt weird, right? Well, I'll
1: say uh, the cool thing about on Raw is they suddenly did it on Saturday, but Raw, they went with it. It wasn't just like, we're going to keep going with the storylines we have. There actually something happened over the weekend because they went to the whole Raw women's side and announced the five people on Raw for people that don't follow Twitter. And you had three people. It was Dana Brooke, Drop, and Nikki Ash sit there and be like, yo, what the hell? Why are they more qualified than we are? I mean, Nikki Ash had the best point. She's actually a world champion, where I think four of them were not, three of them were not. So it made sense. Like, the story wise, they continued with it. It wasn't just like, yeah, we're picking five people. Hope you see them at the show. They actually made stories out of which I appreciate a lot out of. But it, it did feel very uh, back burner kind of thing. Like, yeah, we have this. We're just going to announce it now instead of building towards it. So I, I don't know. I, I didn't like it personally. I'd prefer the build normally, but. It's done, so there's not really much I can say about
0: it. Nikki, for the record, is tag team champion with Rhea Ripley, who's on the team.
5: Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not so much opposed to the no qualifying matches. The original year, the first year they did Raw SmackDown, there weren't qualifying matches, I don't believe. Um, and overall, I mean, when like a, when a brand, the like thesis in the kayfabe is like, this is the team that they want to specifically target the other team and the other brand like there you can put logic to qualifying matches but also if you have five you want you have five you want right so i don't think it makes like doesn't make sense i think that the delivery was quite weak just randomly on twitter 30 minutes before they just said it's happening um at least give some warning you know i'm always a big fan of the new japan press conference you know they announce it the day and then you have a big nice press conference with press and like it feels like a big deal And I would have preferred something like that or even just, you know, at least, hey, this Saturday we're doing it. Um, But as far as the no qualifying matches, I'm fine with it. Just make it a bigger deal. It should be a big deal. This is Survivor Series. Um, But, I mean, it's with every pay-per-view. I I don't know why certain companies decide to make things not feel like big deals when I feel like, especially on the pay-per-view, everything should feel like a big deal. Especially one of their big four, big five, however you count it.
0: Oh, yeah. The other weird part of it, too, is we just had a draft, like, two weeks ago. So, I always found it weird when the draft is in the fall and they're moving the rosters around and now it's brand supremacy with people that were just on the other brand. That's weird. I mean, maybe
5: they drafted them for Survivor Series yeah. to make sure that they didn't have face face yeah. Or...
0: yeah, it's just I always found that was weird. It was like, oh, okay, the Team Raw is mostly SmackDown people. <laughs> like, what?
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> The other odd thing is the fact that you have two general managers, if we call them that, rooting for one side, rooting for both sides, it's really hard to tell because you have Adam Pearce in the ring say, I want Team Raw to win. W- why? You're in charge of both of them. That's very biased. Like I, I don't get what they're doing with that storyline. It, it makes zero sense. At least back when it was two general uh, managers and two different brands, you had the general managers like, I got the better team. Okay, that makes sense. Now it's branch Superman. Now it just feels like, hey, we need a five-on-five match to fill the time.
0: I think we have to wait for SmackDown to see the other side of that, to be fair. Because Raw was part one of that, so we'll see what happened on SmackDown where he's like, if he says, I want SmackDown to win, okay, what's Adam Pearce doing? What's 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 going on? <laughs> like, okay, that could be something else too. Um, what network's in his pockets. Yeah, right? Like, there could be more to it. We just don't have part two yet. That's all. That That's my opinion of it. If he doesn't address it and he's just on Raw's side, okay, that's weird. But why? But I'm not going to write it off when it's just the one. To, like I, I'll give him time for the story. If they don't touch it, oh, yeah. G- give him health, for sure, for sure. But we got to give it a little bit of time, I think, to be fair. I will
5: say, I do wish NXT was part of it. I really love how they did the, mm-hmm. the Survivor Series. Bear me went to where the World Champions got they defended, but then you had the Triple Threats. I thought that was very fun.
0: Bear me, that event is yeah. the one that keeps on giving for you telling stories on this podcast. How cool was that for those? Not just the the triple Dude, threats, so, but also the world titles. Like that was like the last. Yeah, that's the last one of that, and we didn't even get one last year because of COVID the concerns because they didn't want to yep. cross pollinate, and now it's a different NXT entirely, and it's gone. Like it's that was the last one, the only one.
3: Man, yeah, that's that's insane. Yeah, I, I, it it was it was so good. Like it's easily well, not easily. It's it's probably definitely one of the best shows I've been to was that Survivor Series I even liked it better than War Games just because War Games is a little bit harder to see in the ring with the, the big cage but it was so good yeah and you get to see all the champions like even Walter was there for 10 seconds which is great
0: but... <laughs> uh, so yeah it's it's. I mean we've got what Smackdown and then Raw and then Smackdown and then it's Survivor Series next weekend Full Gear is this weekend we'll close this quick because we've hit our hour way faster than i expected who's excited for full gear ct you love AEW. are you excited for full gear i couldn't even say that without laughing i couldn't even get it out and i was laughing
5: no <laughs> of course <laughs> i'm not excited for full gear what i'm not gonna watch it of course like i i couldn't even tell you the card if i'm being honest like oh, i, I will. genuinely am just out of it yeah. i have no interest no bear me you were at all out are you excited for full gear
3: I'm excited for three matches. Three matches. I'm excited
0: for three matches. GMC? A little bit. Are you excited for full um, gear?
4: I'm excited for one match and the result of another to see what would happen because I don't trust this company at all.
0: And Red, are you excited for full gear?
1: Can I say yes and not have pitchforks and flamethrowers thrown at me?
0: Well, not by I, uh, us. You, might, Others I, might. I don't, but...
1: <laughs> I don't watch the show, but looking at the card, I'm like, I, I don't see, I mean, I don't know everybody, but I don't see a weak match where <laughs> everything on paper is going to look good. Who don't you know? I got to know. Uh, Well, where's their name at? Is it I the American thought...
0: Top Team guys? Like, I can see that because they're not even no. wrestling. Is it Tay Conti? Is... The, the, no, the, the, I know Tay title? Conti. She was, what was she in like? Do you know Brian Danielson Rumble? was Daniel Bryan, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't yeah, know who is Miro? Oh. <laughs> You're
1: right. <laughs> American Top Team was one of them. But That's okay. Yeah. Yeah, and honestly, I didn't know who Super Click was until I pulled up Wikipedia. Oh, like, fair. I okay. Thought it was some new people. Mm. And, That's fair. <laughs> but other than that, like doesn't know Adam page, Cole. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I really don't... like this card. It looks like it's going to be good now. It should be, but it's also AEW, so we'll go from
0: there. <laughs> that's an amazing line. It should be good, but it's also AEW. <laughs> Is that our title for the episode? That might be pretty good. Um, yeah. That's that's good. That's good. Uh, I honestly am more excited than I was for All Out, because at least this card looks more solid. But I don't think it's going to be as good as All Out, because that one had lowered expectations that were exceeded. <laughs> And this one's probably going to be exactly what I expect, or it's just pretty good. Um, let's run down the matches. We've got Christian Cage and Jura- uh, Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus, almost said Jungle Express. It's Jurassic Express. I still blame you, CT, for making me say it wrong ever since I saw you type it wrong once, like, a month ago, and I just do it still. Versus Superclick, who red-discovered, is Adam Cole and the Young Bucks. False count anywhere. That should be fun. That's a waste of Adam Cole. And Jungle Boy, let's be honest, and Lutusaurus, and Christian. Okay, that's that. That should be fun, though, right? I okay, fair. Um. I mean, Adam that's Cole's not guy. gonna Adam. Uh, <laughs> but go, Adam Cole's not gonna lose on pay per view, right? On his first one.
3: I. I like go. how you named everybody in the match, but the Young Bucks is that <laughs> just a wasted <laughs> match? I just I love that. But uh, yeah, Adam yeah. Cole definitely. Uh, yeah, Adam Cole's gonna win that match. He's gonna pin Christian.
0: Oh Jesus! Yeah, no, you're probably right. I see that. Probably. Yeah,
5: no, he's gonna pin Jung or Luchasaurus.
0: <laughs>
4: yeah, the tall guy that doesn't matter. It seems. Yeah, because they seem he... to be
1: more behind Jungle Boy than Lucha.
4: Yeah. Oh, why, did, why did they just put Marco stunt in for
0: Luchasaurus? I, I was waiting to ask that question. Cause... Aren't
4: they a three man team?
1: Yes.
0: yes, yes, they are. Okay. That so, <laughs> if you're a fan of Marco stunt, an opportunity. Cool. Do you like Christian Cage though? From ten years ago, guess who's here? Christian Cage. Man, why didn't
4: they do it as three and a half men versus uh three click or
0: whatever, super click? Whatever? Put they even put uh Marco in and get uh Braxton Sutter, what is his name? The Brandon Cutler. Huh? Oh, Brandon Cutler. <laughs> yeah. There's there he's exactly exactly. Mm-hmm. Put him in there. Yeah. See Red, I don't know people too. I just I know who he is, I just know <laughs> his name. Uh all right, is Britt Baker going to retain against Tay Conti. Red, who you got? Well, the first thing I have to say about this match is, this feels like Tay
1: Conti week. Like she is on every <laughs> fucking show for AEW just to lose at the very end. like I don't know what they're doing. It's like, oh,
2: she's you're right dark. though.
1: She has a match on Dynamite. She has a match on Rampage. So then, what is this Saturday night
4: show?
5: Sunday on, on Elevation. The... What? What the is, the hell is
0: Elevation? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the
4: other no, they're show. Wow. Okay. Okay. That's their Monday. Um, that's
0: their Monday Dark show. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But no, it's like they have her (laughs) on every match, and I guarantee you she's going to win every match this whole week to make her look like a star, and then Britt Breaker's just going to whoop her ass.
4: Yeah, because that makes Britt look better. Are you talking about Rampage Britt Breaker, the Rampage champion who, you know, (laughs) while this tournament's been happening, has only been on Rampage? Wow. Yeah,
3: yeah. By the way, Tanera Conti's gotten really good in the ring since (laughs) she's joined AEW, which you can't really say about too many people,
5: but...
0: Yeah. Remember I'm not when this.
5: Lie. I have no clue who Tay Conti is. Yeah, when this, this my match. I'm hearing about her.
0: When this match got announced, mm. a few of us were like, wait, why her? That makes no sense. Because I said before, what? I know, I know uh, CT, you didn't even know Anna J. really. But like, oh, she's the one in Dark Order. Oh, that at least makes sense. That's somebody. <laughs> this is was... her best friend, Tay Conti.
1: Wasn't she the one that had the Brazilian flag? I think it was during the Rumble.
5: Yes. Okay. Sure. That's yeah, she the only
0: thing I know about her. <laughs>
5: I feel like you, Scott. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Sure, I, yeah. I that. she's uh, Mary's right. She's okay. She's not yeah, pay-per-view she's contender. No. She's <laughs> well, been, been like winning a lot of matches, a...
3: though, lately. So uh, I think that's why they're pushing her.
0: No, let's so, be honest, though. She's not winning, right? No. No, absolutely
5: not. No. Well, hold on. It's AEW. We do have the tournament with everyone else in it. Because originally, I was thinking, like, Anna J. I believe that's the one I'm thinking of um, she feels like her. the one she I, lost, no no I yeah, I was thinking a Brit,
3: yeah
5: oh no not Anna Jay who am I thinking of one second let me well, look at the AW women's roster are
0: you thinking of
5: <laughs> who is, like rank number one but then they switched it with Tay Conti oh Jade. was it Jade Jade it
0: was probably Jade was yeah Jade? sure
5: Jade Cargill Jade yes right. I thought she yeah, was it. gonna be the one built it's up but now Jade. she's in the tournament yeah. Yeah, here's the thing. Yeah. If you have your entire other division losing in a tournament, you kind of like who else we have take it off Brit? Someone who just lost, like maybe they give it to Take Conti. That's why
0: it's Take Conti week.
5: It'll it'll be Thunder Rosa
3: when she loses this tournament. It really should be probably gets to rematch with uh, Britt. Yeah, because Thunder At least it b-
0: should be. Yeah, Rosa beat her before, right? But everyone remembers Britt. Yeah. So that that's that makes sense. Who's I like that a lot. Who's in a J then? That, that's the girl in the dark <laughs> order. Dark order.
3: She's dating Jungle
0: Boy. <laughs> well, I know who that is. So she... We continue to oh, say okay. things that have no merit to what he's asking. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to be right. fair, Anna
5: Jay and Day Conti look very similar. Oh, yeah. So...
3: Yeah. Well, they call themselves so, you know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Instead of, you know, okay, Jay Conti. This is what you should have been, but yeah let mm-hmm. Let's move on Remember to... when they
5: did a women's tag team tournament. they yeah. They're going to win the second one.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of tournaments, we have Brian Danielson, Bear I was saying... Oh god, I did it the other. I was say Red. You know who that is. I said Bear Me. Oh my god. <laughs> Everything is wrong and yes. backwards. Bear, oh, you're no, hear me? I'm It's the...
1: not just GMSG and
0: CT now. Oh. Oh. The Drunken
5: High connection.
0: Wow. Right. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. All Red. Time. Hey Red, did you know that Brian Danielson's Daniel Bryan? See, it's not as funny now after that. But <laughs> Well,
1: I was going to say something about this match. Well, I hold on. About did, the... Okay.
0: Did you know that Miro was Rusev? Okay, go ahead. Yes.
1: <laughs> I don't even want to see the match. I want to hear the crowd because I want Yes Chance versus Rusev Day Chance the entire
0: time. Um, That's all I want. Are there Rusev Day Chance for Miro in AEW?
3: There's, there's Miro's gonna kill you, Chance.
0: Yeah, there's no Rusev Day Chance anymore. There had those, Aww. those died.
3: Well, I guess I'll watch
0: the match <laughs> if Lana comes back. Maybe. Oh, I yeah. can see that. And then Brie comes out.
4: If Bella? Lana shows up, she's gonna be yeah. more over oh. than her
0: husband.
5: <laughs> it took me a minute to find the connection, Scott. But it's not you. It's me. <laughs> <laughs> like Who else? This I was like, Brie. why the fuck would Brie Bella come out? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Nah, she's gonna come out when Max Castor comes out.
5: I'm sorry, she was oh. with Daniel
0: Bryan, not Brian Danielson. <laughs> All right, Bella right. Bree will come out. <laughs> no, it'll it'll be Bree Danielson. They'll have to re gimmick it be because birdie. yeah. Uh, but so this is Miro replacing John Moxley in the tournament. So sadly we don't get Brian Danielson versus Orange Cassidy or Brian Danielson versus John Moxley, which was probably what it was looking to be, which would have been a lot of fun. But Danielson and Miro with both these guys looking to have fun post WWE. Yeah, this should be a hell of a lot of fun. Winner gets a title shot. Um this is this is the Danielson story, right? CT? Right? Right? It has to be. I mean, I right? love,
5: don't get me wrong. I love Miro. Mm. And this is the one match I'm excited for. I like both these guys. Um you know, but I think probably Brian Danielson's just going to win and then go take the title off of retaining Kenny Omega, not to spoil things, but <laughs>
0: Well again Merrow you know, Mero was upset he wasn't even in the tournament and he was God's favorite champion and he lost and wanted to fight God and he gets Brian Danielson so here we he's go. He's
5: great. I want to be able to be world champion. He's like he mm-hmm. just found his groove like since that with that TND title reign. Like he's just so good. Bear me, you were gonna say?
3: Yeah, I want to say I have Brian Danielson too, but then I have him going on to lose to a uh, newly crowned hangman page down the line because they're going to do big face versus face.
0: that'd be like the new year show or something because they're not going to wait till yep. revolution for yep. the next title shot that's four months no, they're not waiting they won't
3: it'll yeah it'll it'll be on the big new year's show because think about it what's what's bigger the than i mean it's just a gigantic match so and it's big Bro, which match
5: moment. which match do they put inside this like tennis stadium when they were at it you know
3: Uh, yeah, that's true, but I don't think they're going to run it back. I don't think they're going to run it back right now.
0: You know, we're going to hold back on CM Punk, but we're going to give you this one right away. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: God,
4: no. (sighs) Yeah. This is the only match I care about, by the way. Who you got? It's going to be Brian. As soon as I announced him, I'm like, come on, you could have made this tournament more interesting by not having him in it.
0: (laughs) It (laughs) would be pretty interesting if he didn't win. They're not going to
3: have
0: the replacement beat him, so. That's true, too. That They're not
3: going
0: to pull a WWE. <laughs> Let's keep talking That's over Red. what they do. Yeah. Sorry, Red, oh, go. Sorry, my, bad. my, no. my no, bad. No, no. Okay, Red, go. We'll talk over you.
1: Am I the only one that says Mira's going to win? So I can, the reason, I'm not the tight. Reason <laughs> I, I'm thinking AEW logic, uh-huh. and the reason I say that is Kenny's going to cost Danielson, and then Kenny's going to retain later, and then Brian's still going to be on the hunt. But we'll have... Omega versus Miro for a throwaway match to when they
5: build up no. to, depending on who you ask, the main show of the year. Red, they don't build like let heels get big wins, so no.
1: no. Omega's no. been champ for over a year. How did the heel not win? Sorry, big mon-
5: monster heels. They don't <laughs> yeah, let Lance okay. Archer win. They oh, don't let like, Miro do you know who win. Lance Archer is? <laughs> the <laughs> they only they the relevance they get is when New Japan yes. forces them to give Lance Archer a win. <laughs> I mean, Lance
1: Archer, the one that got like. Head butted the ring post or something, and he's out. No, that was a moonsault
0: that he didn't rotate enough. Ah. Yeah. But yes. I, I,
4: just, <laughs> I just want to add, other than him retaining its Moxley, has he really faced any young, great, like top of the card talent? Who? Omega. Pac pa- and
0: Cassidy. <sighs> Phoenix, Penta. I'm listing his defenses, that's all I'm doing. Yeah. Moose, Christian. Moose. he was a different company so. well it was in the daily so- yeah.
5: in AW
4: yeah. well no he defended the other titles not the AEW title
0: yeah if you're talking the impact title that's different
4: yeah yeah cause honestly
0: yeah. Christian was old in out retirement Jungle Boy he earned a shot yeah and they that got, was a good match and it got stolen yeah. from him and he never got to get it back proper cause it was uh, kinda shitty With shenanigans, because of course it was.
4: Yep. God, Kenny Omega's...
0: Fucking Kenny Omega. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) We'll get there. All right, Inner Circle. Chris Jericho, Jake Hager, Santana and Ortiz. Remember them being the best tag team for four years? And the TNT champion, Sammy Guevara, will face Men of the Year, Ethan Page, Scorpio Sky, five-year contract man, and three members of American Top Team, Former UFC heavyweight champion Junior DeSantos. Former UFC heavyweight champion Andrei Arlovsky in their second and first match, respectively. And Dan Lambert, who had a match in Impact, I think, four years ago. Oh, that's a Minneapolis street fight. So... I
5: will give my entire life savings... Chris Jericho to pull American top team, we'll stack them on each other, flip them over into a trio line breaker or cross line breaker. Yeah, that's what it's called, I think. And tap them all out. I want that more than anything. You else want Chris world. Jericho
0: to tap out two four UFC heavyweight champions and the trainer of that team? Yeah. Okay.
5: It's AEW. Yeah. Then
0: what more? That what?
5: How much more AEW could you get? That's that's pretty AEW. You're right. Yeah.
3: It's probably what's gonna happen.
5: Better than tapping out Scorpio Sky, <laughs>
0: <laughs> which is probably what's going to happen.
4: Oh, have Karate Man cost Ethan Page, right? I hate well, this match. So I much. just realized
0: <laughs> that. Yeah, God, no. He he seems pretty far from that gimmick right now, so I think we're safe. But you hate this match?
4: Oh yeah, it's pointless. Well, why do we keep having the Inner Circle in these Giant Man matches on pay per view, like? before there was an actual feud, this one is like a broken up team now rejoining,
0: even though they actually didn't officially break up. Hey, remember when Jorge Masvidal hit Jericho with a flying knee? Cool that he's in the, oh, wait, he's not in the match. Oh, remember when Paige Van Zandt was doing cool stuff and was like, no, she's not in either. Oh yeah. Okay. I wonder if this is at all inspired by
5: what was going to be Chris Jericho versus Mike Tyson and him wanting to work with fighters. Because I, that was going to happen last year, and it you know, didn't happen, obviously. Yeah. I don't know who these people are, which is why I really... Well, like, I'm not excited because like, I don't like Inner Circle. And then I like Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky, but I don't like them in AEW. And I don't know who <laughs> the rest of them are. So I'm not excited for this. But Dan but, Lambert
0: is a non-wrestler. for the, so He's an old tr- coach, just so he's not even really an athlete anymore. Just for the record, to give you that on top of it. I'm excited that
5: Santana and Ortiz are
0: doing something.
5: They don't <laughs> often get to, but you mm-hmm. know, it's, I'm happy that they get to this time around.
0: It, I, I've read something fun about Junior DeSantos and people who were seeing him wrestle. These are people in the MMA community saying, if you ever want to question the validity of whether or not mixed martial arts in the UFC is legitimate or not, and their punches and their striking, go watch Junior DeSantos actually throw fake punches in wrestling. You'll know that he's actually punching people in MMA. <laughs> 'Cause they were pretty bad. Um yeah, like Inner Circle's gotta win this, right? Or is it AEW and they all get knocked out or something? Uh, so it's gonna be inner circle.
5: It's weird though. Why would you have like why would actual
3: because fighters Dan like would eat the pig.
5: <laughs> why would actual fighters be like, yeah, feed me to that old MAGA supporter Chris Jericho? Like, why? You can do well, so I much mean, better thing with of things with your life.
3: A lot of those fighters are also Trump supporters. They are. Yeah, but he's, 50, he's
5: 51. <laughs> I, wouldn't take, I wouldn't be like, yeah, Chris Jericho. <laughs> I, he can beat me if I was like in a UFC.
0: And this is another just look at what AEW is doing with their pay-per-view and this massive roster of talent. They're putting two non-contracted people in former UFC champions and a guy who's not even a wrestler on pay-per-view against, arguably, very big arguably on that, their hottest faction. That's a waste of those three guys. TNT champion, Page and Sky should have three other hot acts with them. Like a- any other three, could be elevated to this. American Top Team gets them nothing except for some highlights on Sports Center when they show Junior Dos Santos tapping out to Chris Jericho. I think I just figured out why they're having the match exactly right there, didn't I? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Lucha Brothers. Penta and Phoenix defend the AEW Tag Team Championship against FTR, the people who won the AAA Tag Team Championship, from them. Um, it'll be fine, right? It'll be good. Remember when FTR was, like, retired, but not, but they are, but then they did, but then they're not, now they're fighting, they're champions. What? What is going on? I thought that was Leo Rush. Took me a second. No, no, he's, uh, he's actually with AEW as well now, he's back too. But yeah, no FTR was like from an injury uh potentially, but no, they're they're champs, they're going, they're good. Um it's a pinnacle opponent.
5: <sighs> this could oh, right was like this should be a dream match, right? Like this yeah. should be like one of the, like the biggest tag team matches in the world that you could book. But after the year FTR has had, it's just a little depressing. And, and, they and had you, match the match brothers to be fair.
4: Like, add a step to this match. You literally just had these guys face each other for a different tag titles. Like, why is there nothing to
0: this? God, it's so easy, too, because they were, like, Los Superanas or something with these dumbass masks. They could be like, no, 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 it's going to be a mask match. <laughs> Our masks versus yours. <laughs> but your masks are bullshit. Doesn't matter. Like, that's that sounds like an FTR gimmick, and I just made it better. And they're not going to do that.
5: So... You know what? No, this match is going to be good. I've been burned because I see the AW World Tag Team Championship on the side and I associate that with Young Bucks. So I associate that with like, oh, it's a 30-minute match that's going to be horrible. Like, no, this is going to be good.
0: No, no, Lucha's won the the, the belts. Yeah, yeah, it'll be good. It'll be good. Yeah, it's not the Young Bucks. (laughs) No, No. exactly. (laughs) Bear me, what are your thoughts on that after the high of seeing the Lucha's live?
3: Oh, it's so good. Yeah, I'm 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 actually I even though FTR's had a down year, we know this match is just gonna rule. Mm. I mean, am I really excited for it? No, I should be, but I mean, they'll do the fifty fifty booking and Luchapos will probably retain
0: and we'll we'll go from there. All right. The next one we have is Darby Allin versus MJF, which very strong feud in one aspect, but also kind of a why weren't we doing this? A year or two ago in the same like this should be top-tier stuff for this company and a major focus it doesn't feel like it is but it feels like these guys are treating like it is this will be this will be good like I I have no doubt about that it just feels like it's not getting the attention it deserves considering what it is with what is rightfully the future of the company and two of their major stars right this card is too big like
5: this match should like you're right everything you're saying is corrected on paper like I should be excited but like it just doesn't feel like it's going to be given the spotlight as like every other one of these matches and it just feels really cold like I don't care about this match at all I also think style wise but um you yeah you're right I should be excited for this but I just this card is not um helpful to a match like this
0: Anyone else have thoughts on that one? Or is that kind of the point? Like, we should have thoughts, but we don't. And <laughs> It's like, oh. I mean...
4: Go ahead. I want to say that uh, Miro and Danielson could have been a non-tournament like qualifier for like the world title. Or, or not for the world title, but for like major match. And you could have had MJF and Darby Allen going for the world title. Mm-hmm. And then ship. Because you could have Darby versus Omega... Or you could have MGF versus Hangman, which is a callback to the first show. Like, th- those could have all connected. Yeah. But this now I'm... we have two different guys that aren't the pillars of AEW and kind of came in the last year going for it.
0: This almost makes me long for the days of WCW or some of the WWE shows where it's like, it's Brian Danielson versus Miro versus Darby Allin versus MGF. This all four go. Like, I kind of almost wish it was that. Even though, yeah. yeah, the singles matches would have been better. Combining it where the winner gets a shot sounds like a little bit more fun and something a little more unique for pay per view. I, I just, yeah.
5: Or just don't do the tournament because then, at least then, like, if you don't have a match that is announced to be for the contendership, like, at least then it's like, well, if MJF wins here, depending on obviously what happens other places in the card, that could give him the shot. We know for a fact neither of these guys are getting the next shot because there's a contendership. So it just doesn't, like, work. Why? Is so that what is this like,
0: for? Is that, like, how we book? What? <laughs> we have right? these, these conversations with our own... To, uh, not Top of the Cards. See, I get everything named mixed up. Frontline, we have that kind of stuff and discussions about who could win, who can move on. So seeing it here, like, obviously one of these guys should be the next contender, you'd think. But, I mean, when they have a ranking system, which is one thing... And then regular tournaments and battle royals and ladder matches for title shots, what do the rankings mean? It's, it's, it's silly. Um, Bear me, Jim, is there anything more you want to say on this one?
4: I don't even Uh, know who's going to win.
3: win. Yeah, this is my least confident pick on the card. I can't tell you who's going to win. If I had to bet right now, I'd say Maxwell Jacob Friedman's going to pick it up, but I don't know.
0: Yeah, I feel like he really should. Darby's at a point where he can he can take a loss. Like, it won't affect him. He's that strong right now with the fans. Uh, a win would help him and move him up, but if they're not moving him up, that's fine. And MJF can be that solid guy to eventually go after Danielson or Page or Omega. I wouldn't hate that. I'd love to see, I'd love to see MJF versus Omega. That would be interesting. It's like, okay. Unless he
3: just lost to Jericho.
5: Yeah. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. Is this their No, first
5: that'd be, off? like, the best first challenger, MJF, because they have tons of history. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: What were you saying, Redsary? Uh,
1: is this their first face-off? Like, first match between the two of them? The
0: Alan Al and MJF? I think so. If not, like, it okay. was, like, an early, like, week three Dynamite or something like that. It might have been an early one. But in any know, case, that matters, yes.
1: I know I, I think two WWE version of it, but honestly, I think MJF's going to steal one then they're going to have some with a stipulation where Darby Allin can throw his body to the wind, and he's going to win that one, and then we'll get a rubber match.
0: Oh, no, you're thinking very AEW. You just, you just booked Dynamite and Rampage for the next two weeks. You're good. Ah. You're good. <laughs> They'll absolutely do stuff like that. I can see that. Um, now, one that they probably won't do that with, CM Punk versus Eddie Kingston. This match kind of came out of nowhere on Rampage with an insanely good promo, and there's also a video so package we- I need to watch. Um, I'm mm-hmm. hyped for this match based on that alone I like both these guys, this should be fun I, There's no way that Punk loses because they're actually building him up with a winning streak at this point and Kingston's not snapping that which does deflate a little bit because I know Punk's going to win I, I, I'm that confident on it but this is going to be damn good because you know they're going to go all out or sorry, they're going to go full gear, i, I got to get the right one um, Bear me, you're hyped for this one too you said?
3: Yeah, this is one of the matches that I'm hyped for. They're just gonna beat the ever living crap out of each other. Like Kingston's gonna snap and just almost beat Punk to death and then Punk will somehow come back and he'll pick up the dub, but it's gonna be insane. I can't wait to I can't wait to see what they do. C T, are you hyped for
0: Punk versus Kingston? Or do you care?
5: No. I don't I'm not a huge Eddie Kingston fan, to be honest. Like you know, peace and love to him, I just don't think he's that great in the ring. <laughs> Um, and it just feels very random. Weren't we building up something very like big or more substantial between Punk and um, like the group with Hook, Team Taz? That's what they're called. It just feels like we were building something with that and then just randomly now we have Eddie Kingston. It just feels very like random, I guess. So it what, might be good.
0: What you're saying is but. it should be CM Punk versus Ricky Starks for maybe the FTW title? that would make sense that, I mean, fighting the young upstarts and that would be pretty cool I think I like that
5: hook maybe you need like maybe you get a multi-man match where like it's, it's CM Punk find some friends you know who knows uh-huh. why not have him and Colt Cabana you know I know there's <laughs> stuff behind the scenes but kayfabe wise you know have him and Colt Cabana take on Ricky Starks and the other one
0: you know yeah the other one
5: <laughs> one of them yeah <laughs> I like Kingston
4: on promos. He's great on promos. But the fact that he's gotten like 10 title shots in his last year in the company there, I just don't care for his matches. He just seems to lose every big match. And I get that's his character, but I also just don't like Punk in general as a human being. So I just can't. It'll be good, but the promos was probably the best part for me, and that's about it.
1: The problem I have with this match is Sam Punk's in it. And the reason why I say that is I'm tired of seeing CM Punk. I see him on every show uh, that, like, I see him on the promos for it. Like, this is his show thing, kind of thing. That's they're using him for his name versus his wrestling ability, which I'm not slacking on that. He's a good wrestler, but it's like AEW has Michael Jordan, but he's just going to talk everywhere. Like Eddie Kingston should be in something else, not CM Punk to be losing to, because I think Eddie Kingston for me his only notification. Like, note I have of him is he's John Moxley's friend. Like, I, I have no idea about him, and I saw him with John Moxley so much, and for him to come to see him, it's like... It seems like a jump too soon. And that's just my opinion.
0: Yeah, not to... Uh, no, I legitimately don't want to crap on that, and that's not what this is, but yeah, Kingston's so much more than that. His story's about the veteran who's been there and since he came in challenging Cody. Uh, but... That shows you how poor of a job there's been at times to make sure that you know who he is. Like, that's their failing, not, not yours. Well, I'll, I'll definitely kind of bow to that one, absolutely. If that's all you get from him, yeah, they kind of failed on that one, and that's fair, because that's what he's been, I think, since... the exploding death match, <laughs> Which was... February? So, yeah, that... that tracks. That absolutely tracks. But let's round this out, because this card's stupid long. With the world title, it's finally here. It's Kenny Omega defending against Adam Page. And we did talk at length about this already. So we're not going to do that again. Please go check our archive out. It's Top of the Card Pod, Top of the Card Podcast. We talked about it over and over and over when Adam Page came back. When Adam Page was pulled out originally from All Out. We've gone over this nine times... From Sunday about there's no way they're gonna drop the ball now. But like C T says, that's never the plan, and they're not dropping the ball because Hangman never had it. So for the record, CT you kinda tipped your head earlier. Hangman's not winning, right? That's your call? No. My my official call is
5: that Hangman Page is not winning. How
0: clean will it
5: be? Oh, it's gonna be messy. What's gonna happen is like Hangman looks like he's about to win. He takes them on the out, out on the outside. He goes in. He does his like flip into the ring. V trigger off that one-winged angel. One, two, three. Booked. But the match itself is gonna be full of interference and stuff. I'm sure everyone is gonna get involved except Okada because he is already booked for another show. But mm-hmm. you know,
0: that's okay. Bear me. Do you think, because you're convinced Hangman is going to win, will Hangman yes. not only win, but will he kick out of the One Winged Angel?
3: Of course he will. I guarantee he will. See, this is why and... I went to you next,
5: <laughs> bro. Well, I'm also
3: using, <laughs> and I'm also, I'm also using my big brain energy right here because that's why I had Brian Danielson beating Miro. Because that's gonna keep up that suspense, and everybody's gonna be like, "Well, Omega's obviously gonna win now," which they're gonna do the thing where mm. he's not, you know, and that's why Hangman Page is gonna win. Yeah, like, and that. he gonna kick out of it. He's gonna kick out of it. He will do it. See, it's cowboy shit, CT. Obviously, that's how, you,
0: that's how you do it. I'm thinking they might go that way because I'm thinking that because I brought it up. But CT has he swayed you? No, he's no. not going <laughs> one-winged angel. Bro, there's only, like, two
5: people I think who's ever kicked out of it. I a going to be feud. number three. Bro, it's if Kenny Omega does hard. that, he does not care about, like, anything anymore. <laughs> uh, well, I, he's been no, such he's a dominant champ. It's the elite. They don't care. <laughs> like, that's the issue. That it's is like, these people right. are not, like from the outside booking this and like planning this big thing they genuinely just won't like care about themselves getting over and making money and you guys gotta remember they
4: don't book the shit anymore it's tony khan and they care right now more about the tv ratings than they goddamn care about their pay-per-views and new year's a rematch of brian for the title versus omega is what they're gonna do but yes, you know, gmsg I come know. to
5: the dark side. No. GMSG, i'm no.
3: so confident in Hangman Page. I will top lock him at this. Show. I will top lock and Kenny I don't Omega. Know
5: what i right. right,
3: let's you do it. Stop.
5: Oh put my. me in. Put me and Beer me against. I don't know what match is there, so I don't know if we're screwing something up. Put, <laughs> right. me, put yeah. me and Veer me against each yeah. other. I'll top
0: lock Kenny. All there, right, yeah, I'll there top we lock go. Kenny.
5: I'll, but I'll top lock Page.
3: We'll there. see where it goes. Let's <laughs> okay. Do that.
0: Red, I'm kind of siding with with, uh, Bear Me A Bit on this. Maybe not that strongly, but so you're going to be the tiebreaker here, Red. This is important. Um, Speaking of TV and popping the ratings, Hangman with the title opening Dynamite sounds pretty strong to pop a rating, doesn't it? It it does. Um,
1: I'm probably the worst person to go to tiebreaker because I'm on both sides of the fence. Um, (laughs) I can see Hangman finally getting his due. This is the last pay-per-view of the year. They end up with a bang of him standing tall at the end. I can see that. The other problem I have is AEW's arrogant. So they could keep it on Omega for another year to try to compete with Roman's reign right now and try to keep like them saying, no, our world champion is better. Look how long he's had it over your guys. Like I can see them going both ways with it. And it's also Omega. So I- I'm going to go very low on this. I'm not confident on either side. But if I have to pick... I'm thinking it's gonna be Omega. But I'm also thinking it's gonna be Omega and Miro, not Omega and Danielson.
0: Ooh. So you think, think the same idea? They're gonna have Danielson lose, so so will Omega, but then Omega wins. Kind of messing with I, the structure. I, no matter what, I think Omega's leaving with the title. That that's my big
1: thing. Mm. I think he's leaving the title. Win or loss, depending on how the match goes, I don't I think Hangman's gonna be kinda like Daniel Bryanson was in WWE. Always chasing for it.
0: Well, bear me. My track record is not great, so mm. we may be on the wrong side of things here. <laughs> uh, I'm not, dude. I'm. I'm dude, I am, Doesn't
5: Kenny I call am himself
0: 100%. a god of wrestling? Yes, he does. And Miro said he that. wanted God. I was going to ask. Oh, that. I like that now. I don't believe in it, but I like that. I like that a lot. That would be. That would. That would be good. But I don't think they'll do two heels. So would just be weird. So. Red, you said that Hangman's going to stand tall at the end of the pay-per-view. So, remember, the reason All Out was so great was because we had Adam Cole and Brian Danielson debut. Do you see anybody else coming in? Does anybody see, maybe, now that he's finally able to, a Wyndham, Bray Wyatt coming in? Like the. Nah. Is that happening? Or are, are they going to do anything with some of these names that are now able to come in, like uh, Jonah Rock, Bronson Reed? Like so, some of these guys can come in, fucking Braun. Like, do, do we see anything here? All the ROH names are immediate, so like. I was gonna say I
1: can see a heel coming out and attacking uh, Hangman, but without the ta- Like, I think the way it's going to work is Omega wins. Cheats whatever he has to do. He keeps the title. He might not pin him. It might be DQ. Whatever the case may be, but he gets the title. He rolls out of the ring and Hangman's just like, God damn it! Now what? And then we get a debut, and that's how you keep Hangman relevant with a new guy versus trying to keep chasing the title. Because that you guys watch more than I do. Hasn't he been chasing the title for like a year and a half now.
0: Yeah,
3: minus the on, injury on off, or but yeah, pregnancy or whatever. But yeah, yeah. it's like a, it's like a two-year story, dude. So yeah. there's gonna be a payoff here.
0: It's, he was chasing Omega before he was even chasing the title, and it was in a contender tournament mm-hmm. where Omega advanced over uh, Hangman to go on to win against Moxley. So, like, that's how far back this goes from the betrayal from the Jericho Cruz pre-COVID when they were tag champs and, like, things fell apart. Like, that's, yeah. I mean, even before that, they've had a
5: long story ranging back to New Japan. That's right. Like, they, they've been yeah. very connected throughout their entire
0: career. Yeah. Does anybody else see some surprises happening? Because it can't be AW without surprises, right? I think we see
5: at least one you on, think on the, the show. GT? Not main event, but sometime. And, I guess like a Jay Lethal, you know. Or a Briscoes maybe. Let's get the
0: Briscoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would love to see the Briscoes I, come out after the tag title match. Get some respect for the Briscoes. I was, was Briscoes. thinking that might be
1: where it is. is Tag titles. Because that match seems so... It's good, but it's like it doesn't
3: have anything to pop.
0: You said Jonah Rock, Jeremy. Mm-hmm. You, yeah, have, I think you see him finally coming in?
3: I think what's going to happen is I think uh, Danielson's going to beat Miro. Miro's going to attack Danielson, and then Jonah Rock's going to come out and confront Miro.
0: GMC, you got any ideas? Two big men. Any
4: people in mind? Well, I, I'm assuming that half the matches are going to have interference in it, but, um, no. <sighs> They're not going to bring – well, they could bring a woman in for – yeah, they're going to need to because the tournament. So, who knows? They might need – it might be a surprise for, like, a month long. Like, who knows? They might have Mickey James show up to confront uh, Britt Baker and have one match off before whoever can be the next actual contender from the tournament because that tournament's going one week at a time. So,
0: yeah. Yeah, no, it's 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 got a great pace and structure. It's fine. Yeah, the there's no tournament match on here, and we have this every time. But there's no Pac, there's no Andrade, um, there's a bunch of names not on here. I was thinking of more of them, but I forgot them already. and Just thinking of this, Sting isn't even wrestling on the pay per view. He's he's just kind of on the Malachi Black, again. Malachi Black. He hasn't had a pay per view match yet. Cody, Cody, the. <laughs> Uh, Paul White, Q.T. Marshall. I mean, come on now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what? Lee Moriarty, Bobby Fish. These big new signees. <laughs> There's so many. Oh, it's it's insane. It's ridiculous. But I mean, if last time Ethan Page and Sky weren't on it, I guess this time they do. They rotate them out. They're not as big. That's how it is when you're on a roster. That's stupid big. But there you go. So overall, I think uh, it's it's going to be interesting to see how chaotic it is. If and when Omega retains or Hangman wins, uh, you want to hear some of us lose our minds. It is in our Discord channel. Uh, it's for Frontline League, Frontline Prediction League. If you follow through that Twitter, you'll find that and probably hear some of us yelling or screaming and whatnot there. Not CT. He'll be watching New Japan, but you know, it, take your take your decisions there. Um, I they, might
5: have to pop in while you know before it starts. New just, Japan starts a little bit later, so one, I might
0: pop in. Who knows? Just for that one, yeah. <laughs> Uh, now we Just here have... hear me cry. <laughs> Omega oh. winning. <laughs> now, we have gone long. Yeah, I would. And there is Survivor Series happening before our next podcast. So this will be very quick. Very, very quick. Who's winning, Big E or Roman? GMSG? Roman. 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 Uh, does anyone disagree? Yeah. Oh, you think Big E's going to take it, Red?
1: Big E needs it more than Roman needs it. Big E needs to show like cuz the whole rumor was he was going to cash in on Roman to show yeah, I might be over here but you're protected cuz you're over there. Protected? And like he's not going to lose the title to Big E because he's on a different show. But he can beat him when there's no title on the line. Like I think Big E being brand new needs the win over Roman. Big I think e he ran away the fans
3: really.
4: Well, yeah, but Big E ran away from Roman.
3: It's This th- would be the one match Roman would lose. If not Yeah. If it's not his title, this would be the one match. But I don't know if he would. I don't think so.
0: Considering but, the, we've had it before good. where Daniel Bryan just won the title and lost to Brock and uh I'm already forgetting. McIntyre just won the title. Yeah, he had it for a bit, but he just won it back and then lost. Like I know it's bear it's it's almost said it's Baremy's first. It's Biggie's <laughs> first. And <laughs> mm. Uh, it, it kind of makes sense, I, I see what you're saying, but I think he's established enough already to be like, look, this is legit, this is happening. But I I kind of like that. I like the idea that like, Roman could lose because that could start to sow some seeds of doubt for whoever the next challenger is. I could definitely see something there. This is the
5: Christian Cage beating Kenny Omega on Rampage moment. Yeah, exactly. For Stomno. Yeah.
0: It doesn't really matter, but it kind of does a little bit. So yeah, I could see that. I could see that. Iris <laughs> Series
5: is equivalent to the Impact World Championship. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is also
1: Survivor Series. We could have Brock fuck over Roman. He's just quote unquote suspended, but he can come out easily, screw him over to have Big E win. Yeah.
3: Yeah, he could. Yeah. Set it up for Rumble. Roman versus Brock.
0: Could work. Could work.
1: Uh, I want Brock yeah. just to eliminate all 30 and
0: win the Rumble. That's my prediction of what's going to happen, but we'll see. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Uh, so the women's title, it's Becky versus Charlotte. It was Raw and SmackDown, then it was SmackDown and Raw. It's still them. Um, I said before last time, this should be interesting if things aren't go pathetic. But, again, they're professional, so its it'll be fine. Uh, I'm kind of seeing Becky take it, just because her character's that much more bitchy. However, it's Charlotte. Bear me, I know not to bet against Charlotte. Should I pick Charlotte? <laughs>
3: Honestly, this match is going to be really damn good because both these ladies are put on great matches lately. I, man, I, yeah, never bet against Charlotte,
0: but I probably will. So
2: mm-hmm.
0: take that with what you. Uh, what you will. Well, that may that matters to me because we're on the same team. Red, who you yeah, got? Yeah, right. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> yeah, you will... guys better agree on something. Here. Yeah, yeah, four okay. of us are on the same team, so this matters. You don't
1: want to hear my answer. I think it's going to be a no contest. I think they're going to have a double count out or something. Some mm-hmm. of our cops are laughing. Yeah. Both of them are just going to be sitting outside the ring beating each other's asses with whatever they can grab, and it's just going to be no
4: contest.
0: Honestly, that that makes a lot of sense. I could see that. It's Charlotte. She can't lose. No contest is not a lose. Okay, we got decisions to make to that. We got to talk more on that. We got two weeks. <laughs> we got two weeks. <laughs> uh, and the rest are just the Raw and SmackDown... Uh, men's matches and women's matches, Uh like they're both good, but it's pretty much is it the Raw side, or the SmackDown side, but now they're flipped rosters. That I don't, I don't know. Raw men and SmackDown women, or is Raw going to sweep again? Like, is that we're going to oh. have a situation like that? Or SmackDown going to sweep? Jim, is Is SmackDown going to win every match? No,
4: SmackDown definitely should win the advantage, like the numbers wise of the entire. Brand versus Brand, but it's going to be somewhat close. They have to make Raw look somewhat competent. No, they I don't. Mean, they took, I mean, they took a lot of the Smack Raw te- teams are SmackDown members. Yeah, so... but
0: remember when Raw yeah. shut out SmackDown? <laughs> that wasn't yeah, long ago. Men
3: and women. They actually did Raw's it. Men and women team should win that. I yeah, think the Seth SmackDown Rollins is, going is on, going Seth Rollins towards... is on the SmackDown
5: men's team, and mm-hmm. they all
3: hate him. So give me yeah.
5: Rollins Raw. is on the Raw team. I think uh, the SmackDown women are gonna win. The Raw <laughs> women's team will win. The
4: thing is, this is the SmackDown of the Bloodline. They have to at least win some of
3: these, not all of them, but
5: yeah, he'll beat Vicky. Be yeah.
3: Roman Roman will win, and uh, RK Bro.
5: Are Usos currently attack champs?
1: Yes. Yep. Yes. Yeah, it's gonna be RK Bro versus. Oh, Usos. That's a foregone oh, Uso. conclusion though. So yeah, yeah. I'm excited for that match. That should be good. I, I know it's not announced,
4: but it's gonna. Happen. It's foregone at this point, yeah. Priest and Shinsuke is going to be fire. Ooh, yeah.
1: Oh, Ooh. My if they have it, I've been. they've been doing a lot of title matches on Braun Smackdown.
4: Oh,
0: they traditionally not. switch him out beforehand. They usually do, yeah. It's historic where someone suddenly upsets them, and here we go. It's I think it's going Priest, to be Priest and Sheamus. Oh, so.
4: There's only one Raw between now and Survivor yeah. Series, so I don't think Priest is losing
0: ready for
5: otis to beat biggie before the show <laughs> dude oh, i would dude. love to That's see good. roman good. kill otis i held oh, an athlete let's go not, me too let's go no,
0: <laughs> <laughs> i you stumbled across a random clip where roman was beating up otis i'm like when did that happen it was like around new year's when otis was still a good guy it, oh it he cool. murdered him it was so good <laughs>
4: Oh yeah, it was Otis and I think I think it was Chad Gable versus Jimmy and uh, and Roman Jimmy. and Roman wasn't
0: tagging in, yeah. R-
4: Roman and Jay and Roman yeah. just lost it.
0: Yeah, it was great. So yeah, I, I think I remember
5: that just due to like how much I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> it was his steel steps, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where he taught Jay: you can lose as
4: long
0: as you destroy your opponent. So you make them know. why is Roman Reigns versus Biggie not as exciting as Roman Reigns versus Otis? What's wrong with us? Are we qualified to do this podcast anymore? I don't understand. Uh, I hey, is-
5: we almost know what we're
0: doing. <laughs> oh, God. No, we do know. We're top of the car. We're not at the bottom. We know um, what's what.
4: If they do do this match, I hope they show the like documentary thing from Cena's match with The Rock where they oh. were working out for, for FCW slash NXT and Roman was Big e's spotter. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, these two have been together for like 10 years.
0: Like, Big E, he could say he ran away, but no, he positioned himself to be equal. To go and face him here as an equal champion. Oh, you're not equal to me. You're my new favorite number two. Like, oh, it's so good. Wrestling's fun. It's fun. So let's end on that positivity, I think, guys. Any last words for stuff before we come back next week and everything goes to all the shit? Because tomorrow's going to be releases of who knows what or something. Hey, just like s- superstars are going
4: to take their chances, we took our chance with this podcast in the new league. It's going great.
0: <laughs> it is. It is. It, you can follow us, obviously, Top of the Card Pod. I say obviously but because i said it like five times. Top of the Card Pod on Twitter. It is on YouTube, finally, because CT put it there. Thank you for that. But also, he does everything for our uh, podcast, being on Apple and Spotify and all that fun stuff. And uh, mentioned the league, Frontline Prediction League. It is Frontline League on Twitter. Red runs both those. You can check out the stuff there, and well, there'll be some weekly shows from In the Trenches on our YouTube channel, and come over to our Discord for all that fun stuff to see us. Like I said, lose our minds, talk silly stuff. There's character chat, lots of good stuff in there. I keep saying stuff. I'm running out of things to say. It's been a long podcast. I think we'll leave it at that, though. Thanks again for following everybody and listening in. Hope you have a good night.